Hey, welcome to Authentic Chat Podcast number nine. We're so glad you've joined us to dive into the uh, the book of Jeremiah and the, this past week's message. Corey, you ready? Let's do it. Let's get it started. Jeremiah, we, we started a series called a Jeremiah People in Crisis, and uh, we're going to jump into that, but I, well, before we do that, mm-hmm. start off with a couple things. Number one, we're jumping on Facebook with everybody else, so if you're watching us Facebook Live, we want to, uh, we want to hang out with you, so uh, let, us, let us know you're, you're with us. Um, I'm, I'm pulling it up right now, so maybe, maybe I'm pulling There it is. Of course, I, there we go. We are... Live. I gotta make sure we're not muted. There we are. We're live. Those of you who are watching us live, we want you to uh, comment. We want your questions. Yeah. We want your comments. We want your mm-hmm. thoughts. Right. Uh, we really do want them to be a part of this. Yeah, we want the engagement. Yes, that's why we're here. That's right. So, uh, speaking of engagement, we got an event coming up. I want to make sure everybody's aware of. This is going to be awesome. We're hosting it right here at two o one. Obviously. Yeah, October seventeenth. So October seventeenth. Uh, um, George DeYoung from Under the Fig Tree Ministries is going to be uh, joining us, and so uh, you want to be a part of this. So if you go to our Facebook page, you can scroll down to where you see this graphic, and there is a place where you can get your um, your tickets. So they are free, but they are limited, so make sure you get your tickets. So um, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to share. I'm going to be one of the shares. Join us oh I gotta spell right post all right all right so let us know where you're coming in from say hi say hello uh, and uh, you ready Corey yes sir so as they come in you're gonna you keep an eye on that you see yeah. that comments coming in thoughts we're just jumping over that but uh we got so Car, uh, George Young is coming in. That's going to be an amazing thing, and uh, he's going to be this that minute, that uh, that day. It'll be going from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. that Saturday. Uh, he's going to be diving into Egypt and the biblical world. So, those that are man, if you want a little taste of the context of Scripture, this is uh, one that you want to be at. Nice. The other thing we got going on right now is the Jeremiah Challenge. Yeah. Uh, so, you enjoying that? It's a it's a yeah. new thing we've doing. We're trying. Yeah. Yeah, I get the text every every I think once a week or once a day. Yeah, day of the week. Trying trying to be once a day at least. Yeah. Uh, where we're sending out a thought on uh, just continuing that um, the Jeremiah mm-hmm. taking the book, what we're learning on Sunday and right. applying it to the other six days of the week. So that's yeah yeah it's it's been good. Yeah, so I think it's that extra that supplemental extra that people are hungry for that helps you each day just to get through the week and helps kind of just. It's packaged with a little powerhouse, like a little extra. Yeah, get a little supplement. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> to, to kind of help power you through the week. It's, yeah. it's awesome. All right, Nancy's, Nancy's saying hello. So, hey, Nancy. Um, we uh, Okay, so I'm going to jump in because we try to keep these to 20 minutes. And every week we're kind of like, hey, 20 minutes is like – We'll see if we get there, and then we get to... Yeah, and then we're there before we go. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Uh, we, we've been going through the book of Jeremiah. So Jeremiah, uh, we, first week we looked at Je- the prophet's call. We focused on that that we are called by God uh, yeah. just as Jeremiah was called. So yeah. uh, we're not... Called and appointed. Yes, yeah, so we're not supposed to be imitating 
the Jeremiah, but Jeremiah is inspiration for us. So, uh, so a lot of times though, that that's the the greatest part, or maybe a, a, a misuse of scripture is that we try to imitate scripture, hmm. and scripture is not meant for us to imitate it. it. I mean, there are times where it says do this, of sure. course, but but a lot of times we'll take a, a, a biblical story that's given to us for context and understanding, mm-hmm. a big picture, and we try to apply those promises to us directly. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not the point. Mm-hmm. Jeremiah's calling is to be a prophet. We're all called to be appointed. We talked about that last week right. a ton. So if you uh, want to get into that podcast, last week's podcast would be perfect for you. Right. Um, we looked at that he's called, he's appointed, that he is formed in his mother's womb. So that that was the first week. Then this week we jumped into how his confirmation of calling is. And so we looked at the... The uh, verse seventeen. So as soon as this is this is kind of I, I, my, I should spend a little time here preaching on this. Okay. So Jeremiah chapter one verse seventeen. So yeah. God calls him, and then what's he do? He directs him. Get up and prepare for action. And right. so that, that's that's the big thing. So calling does not mean that just because we've been called and uh, you know put set aside doesn't mean that that's suddenly magical dust falls from heaven and everything yeah. just yeah. And that that's all you need. Yeah, you got to stay tuned for the assignment, yep. right? And, and, and then follow the steps and take action. Yeah, take action. So go out and tell them everything I tell you to say. So he walks them through, and then uh, so he says, "I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna prepare you." In this, he says, "I'm gonna fortify you. I'm gonna strengthen you." And anytime God says, "I'm gonna strengthen you," I mean, there's there's a reason why we're, He's strengthening us is because we've got a, a battle that needs strength. Yeah, that's it's coming our way. Right. Um, then then in uh, chapter two. This is the first message. So uh, he breaks down. Uh, so he goes from the prophet's call into the messages that he gives uh, Jeremiah. And this is the first message that he gives him. He says, uh, he said, go and shout this message to Jerusalem. So this is directed to the city of Jerusalem, which is in the southern kingdom, right. Judah. He says, this is what the Lord says. I remember how eager you were to please me as a young bride long ago. How you love me and follow me even through the barren wilderness. So th- right there, that's uh, that the, the image that God... Like pointing back to what we've been through. Yep, and, and the image of the bride. Yeah. That's the big, hey, you know, you're right, pointing back to, to Egypt, going through that wilderness. But he's really talking about that we, um, that, that bride illustration is what... The Bible uses a lot of time, but God uses it for Jeremiah over and over and over again. It's interesting that he starts there because he, the first thing he does is reminds his people of the covenant that he made with them. That's good. Yeah. That they made, it was an equal partnership. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's interesting that he starts there. Yeah. So he starts off with the covenant. You're right. He says, uh, um, he says, I, re- I knew you were ready to go with me, for my people have done, and then he, down to verse 13, so he calls him out, he says, I remember who you are, and by remembering who, by him saying, I remember who you are, he reminds them who they are. Right. But then he says, you, have, you haven't been following, you haven't fulfilled your covenant. Mm-hmm. And this is, he says, for my people have done two evil things. They've abandoned me for the fountain of life, uh, for, uh, abandoned me the fountain of living water. So God says, I, I'm life. The source of life. Exactly. Yeah. And you've abandoned that, and instead you've replaced it with the, the uh, and they dug up for themselves cracked cisterns that that could hold no water at all. Yeah, I mean yeah, they're trying to do it themselves. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. It's become. I think. I think you said it this way. They they began to abandon the relationship and focus on the religion. Mm-hmm. 
religion can't save you. No. Right? The relationship is yeah. what saves you. And it's what keeps you close to your creator. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. Like, and religion isn't wrong. So, like, doing the act – like, uh, having a place where, you know, where, where we actively do things yeah. in response to our relationship is right. okay. Commitment and discipline and all of those things. Yeah. Routines. I'm sure our, I'm sure our, our wives, our spouses enjoy when we routinely bring up the fact that we love them, sure. that we, on the, that, that anniversary date, right. we do the same, you know, kind of yeah. same thing every, that's, that's re, religion is doing the same activities over and over again. Yeah. It's when you do those absent of the relationship. Mm-hmm. That they it lose doesn't meaning. Hold, it doesn't hold water. Right. It's it's just. It's very true. So uh, so religion's not wrong in by just by the definition of religion. What's wrong is when we try to take religion and prop it up without the relationship. Right. And there is no source yeah, that, that that's fills. The, that's the picture there. It's just like a cracked cistern. Yeah. That you can't really truly hold. And how, how often? And I, I didn't mean to even sit here, but this just kind of hit me. How often do we find ourselves in the position of in life? Worn out, dry, frustrated, mm-hmm. and with no 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 life in us. Mm-hmm. And why is that? Mm-hmm. It's because we don't have anything living coming into us. Yeah, spinning our wheels. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, if we depend, if we're dependent solely upon that cistern, we're, it'll it'll run dry. Mm-hmm. It does. It's not going to hold the water. Yeah. But as long as we have that water flowing into it. That source of that relationship that gives us that source, mm-hmm. uh, then we have life. Right, and it's not only fulfilling to us, but Jesus talks about the cup that overflows, right? Yeah. So then we're spilling on to others. I'll preach, bro. Woo! Take it, take Good it to stuff. the next level, man. Good stuff. Uh, so Jeremiah says that. Uh, so all right, we got a couple other Chris, Chris Dawson's watching with us. JD, uh, Jimmy, uh, Becca's watching. So, hey, appreciate you guys joining us. Yeah. And if you got some thoughts or want to add anything, please do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so he says th- th- those are the two things. So they, they left him and took on trying to do it themselves. Right. And then he says how, how you plot and scheme. This is where, man, God is the – he's the God of insults because yeah. <laughs> tell you what. How you plot and scheme to win your win your lovers. <laughs> Even an experienced prostitute can learn from you. I mean, like – Mike doesn't hold back. No, and he's, then this is where we're, I want to make sure that I highlight this uh, because it, it comes up again in chapter seven, uh, where we ended. It says your clothing is stained with the blood of the innocent and the poor, though you didn't catch them breaking into your houses. So there it is. You you're treating people who need your care mm-hmm. with disrespect and harming them rather than caring for them. And he says, um, and yet you say, I, I've done nothing wrong. Surely God isn't angry with me. And and here's that whole, I'm, I'm at least I'm not as bad as so and so. Yeah. And we forget that we're in a we're we live in brokenness. Mm-hmm. And and the fact that God's calling us to righteousness. And what is righteousness? Is it just right standing with God based off of my religious beliefs, yeah. or is it right standing with God and with people around me yeah so right relationship not right religion righteousness is about relationships so right relationships is where god is calling us to yeah and that's it's not just the get hopefully we got it right with uh, a yeah. vertical but right. also god calls us is if you can't love me if you're not loving your brothers yeah just and how we love others is a reflection of how we love god yeah. and that's why jesus again talks about the two most important commandments the two are one love god and love people yep yeah it's good 
So here, here we are. So he's laying this out. He's laying out the groundwork uh, in chapter two of what, what, what they're doing wrong. And then he goes into chapter three. He says, uh, we, we get the, the time frame again. Mm -hmm. So this vision came to him during the king of Josiah, which I'm, I'm looking forward to. It's been laying out the final pieces for this upcoming Next Sunday. Sunday. Great. We're going to get into the king Josiah in detail. Okay. Um, and uh, so the Lord said to me, have you seen what fickle Israel has done? So what he does is he lays out, he's saying, hey, I thought you would learn from the northern kingdom, Israel. Mm -hmm. they, they've been worshiping idols. They've turned from me. There's adultery. She's abandoned me. She's left me. And here's what I, I love. God, as he speaks this, he's saying they, they've done wrong. And he says, after she had done all this, she will return to me. I, I, I thought I, um, after she had done all this, she, she will return to me. I thought that. But she did not return. And her faithless sister, Judah, saw this. And so they, they, instead of learning from it, they follow in the tracks of... Mm -hmm. They follow of, suit. Yeah, and it's, you know, this is the cycle of Israel is that, and, and Judah now is that when they see neighboring nations wanting something or going in a certain direction, rather than being the leaders and saying, no, we're standing our ground on who we are, they follow suit on what everybody else is doing. And I think we did a message series not too long ago that we're called to be abnormal, mm -hmm. children of Israel. Yeah, called to be abnormal. Right. Instead of chasing the the myth of normal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't exist right now at all. So he says. Uh, so Israel treated it all so lightly. She thought nothing uh, of committing adultery by worshiping idols made of wood and stone. Now the land has been polluted, and that he's referencing this Assyrian Empire has come into Israel and taken the northern kingdom. Mm. says, but despite all this, her faithless sister Judah has never sincerely returned to me. She's only pretended to be sorry. I, the Lord, have spoken. There's that uh, pretending to be sorry. I'm, I'm, they were more they were more they were crying not because of they, what they did was wrong, but because they got caught. <laughs> Right. Was it wrong. wasn't repentance, right? Yeah. It was... It was remorse. Remorse. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's a big thing, because I talked about that on Sundays, that we... And, and uh, we have... Remorse is, I'm sorry I did something wrong. Repentance is turning from it and doing right. Hmm. So there's a big there's a big difference of being, oh, I shouldn't have done that, too. I shouldn't have done that. I'm not going to do that. One is followed by a pursuit of something greater. Right. Right. Okay. So, um, and then he says, uh, again, God calls out over and over again. He says, my wayward children, says the Lord, come back to me and I will heal your wayward hearts. Mm -hmm. uh, so once again, every time we, we turn our backs on God, God's chasing after us. Right. Over and over again. Mm -hmm. You get into chapter four, says, oh, Israel, says the Lord, if you wanted to return to me, you could, but you, you could, you could throw away your detestable idols and stray no, away no more. It's possible. You could have, you could have repented, mm -hmm. but instead you didn't. Jumping down to verse sixteen, he says, "Warn now." He's given this is the the message he's given. Warn the surrounding nations and announce this to Jerusalem. So here's what's coming: the enemy is coming from a distant land, raising the battle cry against the towns of Judah. They will, uh, they uh, surround Jerusalem like watchmen around a field. For my people have rebelled against me, says the Lord. Your own actions have brought about this upon you. This punishment is bitter, piercing you to the heart. Mm. So here it is. Jeremiah's laying it out. 
it, and it, this is chapter six. We gets into this. It, we repeat the same thing over and over, guys. You, I, God's calling for you. You're supposed to be following Him. You're not going to repent. So now that here's the judgment. Don't please don't do it. They do it. Mm-hmm. It's coming. Mm-hmm. And this is where. So Jeremiah's sharing this, and this. So God's telling Jeremiah, "This is what I want you to tell the people." And I, I, I think for me, the, Jeremiah's response in verse nineteen is what we as I, I pray that, that me as a, myself as a pastor, us as a church, mm-hmm. hear this. It says, he, he, "God's saying, I'm going to punish that nation. They've turned their back on me. They, they're doing the things that are wrong. They're, it's an abomination." And he, you know, it, we can look at our society and go, "Man." The morals are down the tube. The, the the way people treat each other, we're divided. It's all this is, it's crashing around. Mm-hmm. And it's because we've turned our back on God, sure. and God's going. I'm going to judge this. And Jeremiah says, "My heart, my heart. I writhe in pain. My heart pounds within me. I cannot be still." Mm-hmm. My my prayer is that. And I, I think I worded it this way on Sundays. When when you have a hard word to speak, you make sure it's really hard to say it. That that's 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 where where when we see the brokenness of the world around us, that we we need to be broken because of it. Mm-hmm. And I hope that's who we are as church. Yeah, and and it not only motivates us to action, but it motivates us to spirit led action. You know, because it's there's a difference between choosing a side, which we've talked about in previous podcasts. Mm-hmm. The pressure to pick a side mm-hmm. because everything's polarized. Everything's are you on this team or are you on this team? Are you for this people or this person? And instead of just picking a side, to, to take the time to pause, stop, pray, and be spirit led. Yeah, not necessarily to choose a side, but to choose how to react, how to respond. Yeah. So, um, so we jump, we, we jump through that. It says the, uh, so then, um, we go, so that's, that's chapter four, chapter five. He says, uh, yet even those days, uh, he, so again, they don't listen. Um, uh, you, you reject, they, once again, they reject him. It's that same cycle over and over again. And, um, so it says in chapter seven, this is where I, I kind of landed the messages the Lord gave another message, and I, I'm going to paraphrase it and because there's a lot here that he gives them. But he says, hey, go to the temple where people are worshiping mm-hmm. and say, t- let them know that their worship isn't – the way they worship in the temple needs to line up with the way they worship me outside the temple. Mm-hmm. And it, it doesn't. Yeah. And he calls them out, and he says, "Your the way you treat people outside – is making me take I, I want to take your offering and he says I want to take your offering and I want to shove it down your own throat don't bring me your burnt offerings because I don't want your offerings without obedience mm-hmm. he wants our offering to be a representation of, of our hearts right Absolutely. he doesn't yeah. want our worship if he doesn't have our hearts hmm. we give him our worship on Sunday but do we give him our heart on Monday Tuesday yeah. Wednesday you know are we really giving him our hearts or are we simply just wanting to give him our worship to earn his favor, at his home. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. It's and that is the, the, the and that's what they're they're good. They say that he says, "Hey, don't think that you can just come to church. Say, hey, we we got the temple. Mm-hmm. Hey, we got the we came to church this week. Should be good. This should get me through the. 
He's saying that that's that he's not mad about that. He's mad that how they're treating people outside of that. So you, you you're missing it. The the other six days are more valuable than and 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 are the worship that you bring on that Sunday. And right. if you're not doing the other six days, please don't bring that. Yeah. And that's where I, I believe God's calling us to say, stop being remorseful. He calls us to repentance. Yeah. And it's, it's almost like we spend we spend the six days working away from Sunday. And then we come back to Sunday to try to get back right with God <laughs> because we know the next six days we're not living the way we should. Right, but in yeah. reality, we need to be working from Sunday, right? Yeah. Not working to Sunday. Yeah. So we're coming out of church, out of practice, ready with our game face on to play ball, right? To get, yeah. to get after it, to do what we're called to do, to play our roles and yeah. to make his kingdom advance. Yeah, to yeah. find that place where we're appointed to be. Yeah, and and the assignment live. he's appointed us to do. Yeah. And live it out. Amen. So. Well, hey, uh, I hope uh, if you guys didn't get anything to say, we, we'll continue to, to follow up with the, with comments, anything that you want to say in, in the Spotify or what, yeah. if you're listening to us on Spotify or if you're catching up later on, on Facebook and watching this on or on the YouTube channel. Uh, man, we just we love you guys. Uh, we're so thankful that we get to be on this journey with you. And so, hey, let me pray a prayer of blessing over them. Actually, Corey, I'm going to have you pray a prayer of blessing over them. Let's uh, end out this podcast already blessing them. Lord Jesus, we just come before you. We thank you for the opportunity that we have here to just to dive into your word and to learn from one of your prophets and from the story of the Bible, the, the ultimate narrative, God, that you tell that points us to you, points us to your covenant that you made, even with your people here and your family here at Authentic Church. God, we just pray a blessing over everyone who's watching and listening. God, that you would just continue to pour your spirit out upon us and lead us and guide us to be your hands and feet. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Blessings, guys.